Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome Friday episode, Lori and Julia show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, beautiful right now, it's sunny, it's 32, and well, it's not going to last, let's leave it at that. Come on. What's going to happen? How much more snow are we getting? Uh, we have a winter storm warning for Saturday night, and uh, 5 to 9 inches. Woohoo! They'll make that six How to fun twelve. Is that? Six to twelve. Well, let me tell you, the ski places are happy. The cross country places the snow are happy. Will be, people yeah. are happy. Oh my gosh, the ski! Casey, How lovely. Casey this morning. So you know he he's like, give me your keys. I got to get the snowblower out. And you know he's got the fur bomber and the sorrels and the big parka. And yeah. and I just looked at him. I said, this outfit couldn't be more different than your rash yeah. guard, your bathing suit, and your boogie board under your arm. The Hawaii <laughs> outfit. The, the Hawaii outfit. Outfit. And, um, you know, but he does enjoy doing it. And he said, oh, it's really beautiful out. It's and beautiful. It was really pretty last night. It was so, I'm yeah, telling you, sky. fresh snow yeah. and everything. I love it. Listen, so, we live here. And, at least, you know, the kids are going bummer. It's happening on a Saturday because they like a good snow day. I'll and- never forget one week when we had like... The, all those days below zero, and it, it was like they didn't go to school for every day that week, and I was going crazy. That was five five yeah. years ago. And, and they just didn't go to school, and I'm like, oh, no, another day. <laughs> another day. Another day. <laughs> another day. Um, by the way, if you are going on a vacation and you're looking for a beach read, because I do tend to really love on my beach reads the psychological, suspenseful thrillers, blah, 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 maybe a good memoir. But someone today, Linda at Dr. Crutchfield, she said, yes. I want like a Devil Wears Prada. I want a really... Same. And so I, she had never read it, and people, Devils Wear Prada. No, not that oh. one. But Crazy Rich Asians oh, by Kevin so Kwan is would be a great book if you haven't read it. And there, it's a trilogy actually, and it's going to be a big movie next yes, summer. But it is, it's the outrageously funny debut novel about three super rich, pedigreed Chinese family and the gossip, backbiting, and scheming that goes on. And it does remind me. Of Devil Wears Prada, and the opening line is: "There's rich, there's crazy rich, and, and then there's, there's crazy, crazy rich, rich Asians. Asians." And and you went to the Couture Market in London, in France. I, just oh, so that was good. a great book. Great I only book. read one. Oh, number one. I, I know I haven't read the other two, but I read the first and, one. And the other two are equally good because it's the same cast of characters. 
you know, it's Rachel and it's, you know, the grandmother and, and then Eleanor you have the Fu. international love with an American who's yes. beneath us and oh, how we're going to handle it. It's just really, really good. And I think if this, I think the movie is going to be really great and we will see a trilogy. We'll see the other, um, that's a great suggestion, Lori, because I'm kind of like... And it's in trade paperback. Yep. Because the book came out like, uh, I don't know, four years ago or something like that. But it, then it's Rich People problem. Wait, China Rich Girlfriend is the second book. Okay. And then mm-hmm. Rich People Problems. Okay. So, so fun. Yeah, just anyway. So she was like, oh, good. That's what I want. Because she didn't want to read. She said, I need just something... Light. Gossipy and dishy. And remember, we just were... And having just been in Honolulu... Mm-hmm. And really seeing crazy rich Asians, and I'm talking about um, like with these two. I was just fascinated by them. These mm-hmm. two, um, and having lived overseas, you know, I knew that these girls were um, um, Chinese, and they had on two chairs their shopping bags were Prada, Chanel, Tom Ford, Chanel, Gucci. And then everything that they were wearing was like the one girl had on a really delicate, buttery, baby blue, tiny, tiny, thin, very fitted leather motorcycle jacket over an amazing sundress with these shoes that sort of were strappy, but you know, beach romantic. You know what I'm oh saying? Oh my like, gosh. Right just out your the- description there. I just want that jacket right now. She had a Cartier tank yeah. watch on with the diamonds. I think yeah. it was Cartier, but everything she, and then her friend was equally, and they were right in front of us. And, and, and always, you know, the one thing I remember when we moved back from Japan and we moved to Michigan and it's 1974 and we lived 90 miles outside of Tokyo for four and a half years. Mm-hmm. I was taking the train into downtown Tokyo with friends in seventh grade because the train was right outside basically of mm-hmm. our house. And c- coming back and everyone was wearing fashion that we had been wearing in there in 1970. It's always so far ahead. Yes. Mm. Oh, and yeah. yes. Um, so anyway, but they but the, they want to come, you know, the Asians, it's not a very long flight. And Waikiki is, they call it the Paris of the Pacific. I live there, I remember. But because now the stores, and you weren't there that long ago, they really have every high-end designer and the most Mm cutting-edge, even more than New York, Mm. because it's closer. And it's and it's sun summer wear. It's resort wear. A lot of it. It's resort wear. It's not like work wear. You know, they did have Sherling coats. Oh my god! And they had boots in the stores. And mm-hmm. anyway, I was just like, really, really, just like, um, th- I made me think of that book. Yeah, it was. It's a great book. Oh, yeah. I remember having a culture shock when I lived there, and this was in '85, and um, how um, a lot of the Japanese people who came, you know, because like you said, so many, it's close travel for Japanese Japanese, and Chinese. Japanese, Thai, yeah. Korea, and everybody. They, and they'd come and how many pictures they had to take in their Mickey Mouse. They were so wearing so much Mickey Mouse, but it was before <laughs> a selfie, obviously, and a right. cell phone. But everywhere we'd go, they would stop traffic because they'd have to take a picture. Yeah. They'd have to take another picture. I mean, I'm like, oh my word. Yeah. Because I'd always be late for work and in a rush. Yeah, because you live there and yeah. you're trying, you're dodging traffic. That's dodging. the way it is in all these, uh, you probably um, 
traveled back. What was the road? Cujillo. Cujillo. The other street that paralleled yeah. Calicala. Yes, and I worked on Seaside and Cujillo. Yeah, there you yeah. go. See, and I came from the Waikiki Banyan down on the other end. You know what I do regret? I do regret having the opportunity with my, he turned out to be my first husband. I remember we were like 25. We were on like our last time being in Waikiki. We, this was our, my 10th trip in a year. And the culmination was the Miss Hawaiian Tropic pageant, which mm-hmm. was an mm-hmm. explosion. Of fun. I, yeah, it was an explosion, explosion of fun, but I remember it was, it, it was, was. Cool. The, yeah, I'll have to tell that story again, but <laughs> Tom and I were, we looked at, we thought about buying a, Condo, a one-bedroom condo at the Discovery Bay. Oh my gosh! Which you right, know right where yes. that is. It was one of the for twenty-five thousand oh dollars, and we were like, oh, oh no! Wow. And it would have been nothing for us yeah. to have. Uh, Isn't that something? Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, we went by the Discovery Bay, and I'm like, there's my two point five million dollars. Yeah, that's condo. right, exactly. Yeah. Oh well. well I know. But, you know, real estate hindsight, what are you going to do? Exactly. Like what stock are you hindsight. Gonna, like stock hindsight. <laughs> oh, because you know, everyone has that stock hindsight. <laughs> stock Yeah. When we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. For many people, even though the Olympics are coming to an end on Sunday, a lot of people have enjoyed it, even though the ratings not, might not be there. But yeah. I know, like my mom, she came back from a little vacation and she came right back to the Olympics and she said it kind of helped with her you getting know. acclimated to real life again. Yeah, she yeah. said it was something fun and, you know, something to talk about. And it's, you know, you can watch it whenever or wherever. It's just on everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you can't really avoid it. But I love this headline from the New York Times today. Team USA, more like Team Minnesota. Does it say that? I was telling cool, you yesterday that cool. of all the states... We're the third state most represented in the Winter Olympics, California, Colorado, Minnesota. And when it comes to medals, it's Team Minnesota. Practically, so here's how it starts out. The entire population of Minnesota was functioning on four hours of sleep on Thursday and happy to be doing so. This is the land where hockey rules, curling is coming up fast on the outside, and cross-country skiing claims a niche in the state's Scandinavian heritage. Because we do have yes. a from War Road, the little town on the yep. Canadian border with a lengthy Olympic hockey heritage to the Twin Cities and farther south. Light stayed on late into the evening on Thursday as they, early in the morning as the U.S. women uh, hockey team uh, with seven Minnesotans on the mm-hmm. roster. Yeah, baby. Beat Canada 3-2 in a shootout to end 20 years of Olympic frustration for the women oh, yeah. hockey. So um, it was a whirlwind because it began with Lindsey Vaughn, mm-hmm. you know, and that was a very exciting part of Tuesday night's Olympic was that. And th- even last week when she skied too. Skied she's that, been and then Jesse Diggins of Afton. The cross country skier. Cross country with uh, Keegan Randall and that they beat the uh, Norwegian and Swedish teams, which they have dominated cross country. I don't think they've ever. Since the beginning of time. Yeah. And then, um, and then also the curling. You know, it, Schuster, it, the skip. He's from Duluth. Of the men's. Yeah, yeah. Of the men's uh, curling. So, and... Um, it's a big deal, And but I want to even take that further. Yeah. Of the gold medals won, women 
have won most of them. Yes. I mean, like, there's this huge number. And this, it's Minnesota yeah. women. I mean, it's really pretty cool how many women, women kicked butt. Yeah, women produce, Minnesota produces more girls and women hockey players than any other state by far, according to USA Hockey, and we're second to Wisconsin in curling. And Minnesota is one of the few states where cross-country skiing is a varsity sport at the colleges, and there's a lot of recreational Cross-country skiing is a tough opportunity. Right. So, and Diggins won three state titles for uh, Stillwater, Mm -hmm. her high school, and that finishing kick was just unbelievable. That race was amazing. That was amazing. And there was something about this group of women, I wish someone would call in, but this group of women hockey players, I think that they all stuck together to demand that they get paid what the men do. Um, Do you know anything about this, you guys? Someone sent us an email about this yesterday, and I read something about it is they didn't make any money. They didn't even have enough to cover travels and things like that. And so how they all stuck together to get to demand to be treated like the men. They were going to set out the world championships or something like that. And they they did come to an agreement. Yeah, they did. And it's just really pretty cool. What that's cool. Yeah, it is. And tonight, of course, at midnight is the curling championship championship if they get to it or is the no, they're in it they're, they're in, in it because they, no. they okay. beat canada that's right okay so it's tonight it's against sweden i think donnie told 12, us the other day 12 35 a.m yes oh, people will be up people i mean the duluth up. curling club will have they've got probably have it specially yeah. open and war road the little town of war road which is 1700 people eight hockey players on olympic teams since 1960 including Gigi marvin who was on the last three women's team and all but TJ uh, Oshie brought home medals, and Oshie can be forgiven because his four goals on six shots in an opening round shootout against Russia yeah, still amazing. inspires hockey yeah. awe. Mm-hmm. Well, that don't one? you remember the uh, Miracle on Ice? Oh, my 28 gosh. of the players from the from Minnesota. I, yeah, I, I I was a sophomore when mm-hmm. Phil Verkota was a senior. Yeah, it was on that team. You and, believe in miracles? Oh my! I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, last night I'm just going to say, here's who has just failed miserably. Uh, I don't understand all the falling while people oh, are skating. Ice skating? Oh well, my listen, gosh! Fall, the, fall, fall. Well, here, this is Johnny Ware. And by the way, a couple people tweeted us and said <laughs> it's just the Biachi and the sparkly. There's no drama between Tara Lipinski and Johnny Ware. He was. I thought they were honor. fun last night. Yeah, very. Yeah, yeah. and here's a, a he quote. had a new hairstyle. Did, I, I didn't see so it. much makeup. I love that about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's here's like Johnny. He described this: anything between seventy and seventy-five points is good for figure skating. Seventy-five to eighty is great. A score over eighty is Russian. Well, the Russians yeah. will dominate forever because even the younger ones now, the eighteen and nineteen-year-old girl. Two girls who got gold and silver, mm-hmm. respectively. They will not be at the next Olympics no. because there are 12-year-old Russian girls right now working on quad jumps who will take their place. They've already aged out of Russian I want to say one thing. Figure skating. I'm raising my hand. Yes. Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter. Can you believe no, that? Yes, I heard him talk about it last night. Wow. The thing that I noticed, though, that is not as lovely anymore and why I like ice dancing and pair skating is there's more eloquence. These people... 
in the single skating, all they do is jumps skate. and twirls. Yeah, and they wait. Have they don't even do the camel, which is where you skate. <laughs> all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Get on one skate with uh, your leg up. Is that what that's they called? don't do that anymore. That but doesn't I, get you any points. I, but see, again, they, yeah. they have taken the beauty out of ice skating, and it's all about the jumps. Yeah. And yeah. it really, when we were watching these skaters last night, all they were doing is skating backwards half a length of the ice to get to the twirl. Do you that, think and then the Russians fall. won because they had those lovely gloves on? I really like <laughs> that. Is, I really love that to love the, the outfit. red gloves, yeah. They, I don't, you don't usually see that. The Korean woman white in the white outfit, she wore gloves, but too. But they had, like, red. And I don't, I don't know. Lori, they win brown. because they train and train and train and train more. And I mean, more they kind of look like tutus jumping all over the place, you know? Yeah. It's boring. I, I really, the ice dancing and ice pairs is just it's way more, more exciting. It's yeah. more exciting because it and has better music. And you play, and it's more to the music. I mean, all we do is sit and wait for them. Here it comes, here, here it comes. Yeah, right. Oh, she missed she it. Fell. Oh, she decided not to do two. Oh, she forgot. She's down. Yeah. Well, guess well that's going to hurt her. Okay. The Canadian uh, <laughs> uh, hockey player. We should player. do the commentary. Yeah. The Canadian hockey player who was a bad sport and took off her medal. She Leroux. Yeah. Oh, she issued an apology. She wished she could take that moment back in time. It was a very sincere. I, I think her, I think her mom probably just I'm yelled sure at her, she, yeah. and she wrote it right from the heart. Oh, yeah, anyway, yeah. she said, "I wish I could take that moment back because it's always going to be That's out right. there." That was a, so. I thought that was sin, a yes. sincere way of putting it. But the Olympic hot water bottle got lightly tossed to um, Mira Nagasu who was one of the U.S., um, she's the 24-year-old. She landed the triple axel in the team event last, last week, week, and she helped our team get bronze. Right, but she said uh, about why she didn't do it last night, I helped the team last week to do it. Now I have my eyes set on the mirror ball trophy. And half what of America... What is that, dancing with dancing the stars? With the stars? Half oh, of America, she is not. Half of America clutched <laughs> oh. their Olympic pearls. Was she, she joking? Was kidding. No, she she really. I thought she was just joking. Lord, about she's got to be joking. Oh, I watched the interview. It was with Yahoo and um. Lori. I Julia. I watched oh, it from her her mouth. This well, I know, here but... it is. I would like to be on Dancing with the Stars because I'm a star. I made history here, and I like that she is, is bragging about yeah. herself because I think mm-hmm. that young women don't brag about themselves enough. Uh, we just don't. She said, "I made." I love his- that we're included in that group. Well, Julia, I I started bragging like probably by my mid twenties quite a bit. I feel like myself. it happened before. Then. Well, maybe it did. 
But it, it's not always appreciated, Brandy, no, by women. Men get You're away with so it at a much earlier age. She said, but I made history here by landing the first triple axel for a U.S. lady at the Olympics, so I think that's a big deal. I hope I get more opportunities to let my personality shine. Like, I just smiled in the mi- middle of my program. She did. It's really rare for me, but I enjoyed myself, and I thought of this as my audition for Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. Which is on another network. So half of America is clutching their Olympic oh, pearls. Yeah. So I say it's a, a light Olympic hot water I bottle toss. Say, the, you know, the Russian gold medal winner is only 15. Uh, 15, yeah, so I'm sorry. She, she could come back at 19. Oh, Not with 12 be, years She'll be in the wing. No, Johnny, no. All right, we'll be right back. So just to wrap up our Olympic uh, chat for the day, Julia, because really, you know, Monday will be the last day we talk about it. And we, gosh, we've had so many... Have you talked about it every day? Yeah. Yeah, because it is kind of... And I've watched it. Yeah. I mean, and it's something different. I mean, it's like how I felt about the Super Bowl. Something different. And the next thing we're going to be talking about is the Prince experience. Well, yeah, I hope there'll be something between now and April. Well, we got the Oscars. Oh, we have the Oscars. Right. I mean, but I mean, really. yeah. I'm just like that's a bit of a reach. We do have the Oscars yeah, coming we have up. The Oscars, and I and I may Boring Miller, known as Bodie Miller, never be back for another Olympic. Do the men downhill race? Are we going to have to listen Here's, to them one more time? I'd have to no, check tonight they're doing a downhill. Where did I? But put we're going to have stuff? to listen to boring Bodie Miller just drone on and on like it's a golf event. No, well tonight it's going to be the team alpine event and the big air final and men's snowboarding and the men's and okay, women's snowboarding no. finals and giant slalom. Okay, oh, so well, giant slalom would he do that? Yes, yeah, oh, he, okay. but it's snowboarding. Oh no, oh, then we're fine. Okay, fine. Yeah. All right, well let's play because uh, giant slalom snowboarding. I didn't. Ooh. That's fast. Uh, okay. So, Donnie, play the uh, who's yep. going to be the U.S. flag bearer because the clo- closing ceremonies are Sunday night. About to reveal Team USA's flag bearer for Sunday's closing ceremony. It's a very big deal here. We're going to give you a few hints. Okay, she won a gold medal here in Pyeongchang. Her performance was one for the record books, and she is a cross-country skier. So if you guessed Jesse Diggins, you are right, and she is with us. Jesse, congratulations. Congrats. Hi, thank you. <laughs> this is such a huge honor for a lot of reasons, but mainly because your fellow athletes picked you. So when you heard this news, tell us what you thought. Um, I actually thought there maybe had been a mistake, and oh. um, I was like, "What?" Sounds like <laughs> I Jennifer can't Lawrence. This, but um, it is it is so humbling, and I feel so honored to have been picked to carry the flag at closing ceremonies. It's been so cool getting to meet other athletes here, um, get to watch them compete and cheer for them, cheer so much that I lost my voice, in fact. Um, <laughs> and it's been so cool getting to see everyone compete. So um, having them vote for me was, yeah, um, I, I don't really know what to say except thank you so much. When you think back on this Olympic experience and you think about what you hoped for a couple of weeks ago when this was about to start, in your wild dreams could you have imagined all of this you win the gold medal now you're gonna be the flag bearer I mean it's pretty darn good (laughs) I mean yeah like you said in my wildest dreams I don't think I could have imagined all of this for sure Um, it's it's been 
so much to process in the last 48 hours. It's been overwhelming in the very best way. Um, and it's, it's really been a dream come true. I can't be more proud of my team and my teammates and my coaches. And um, the fact that we're able to bring this gold medal home together is an amazing experience. And getting to carry the flag is just the absolute icing on the cake. Well, you've lost your right, voice. We can, yeah, we can that tell. Is. Okay. She was so sweet, though, and I, I, I didn't realize that, that they voted on that, but she really, really She's did. lost her voice. She totally yeah. lost her voice, but Darlene and that, what, I read this thing, I think it was Rachel Blount might have written about mm -hmm. it yesterday, that one of the things when you cross country ski, if you, that's your commitment to that, that's your athlete, that's your, mm -hmm. yeah. that's your sport. Yeah. And, but it is the last 15 minutes of any given race that you're doing cross country skiing is like they call it the chamber of pain. Mm. That, and I think about sometimes like in just like regular doing downhill skiing, if that's one reason I kind of had a hard time with Veil, all of the catwalking. That if you oh, put yeah. yourself and mm -hmm. so you're kind of almost cross country skiing in your skis, yep. and it is your legs are burning. Yeah. Every you are dying. Yep. It is dying. really really difficult. And I have never liked cross country skiing if it's not a pretty smooth smooth course. <laughs> if there's a lot of up and down mm -hmm. because I find cross country skiing to be more taxing. Oh, it's a big huge oh, work. Yeah. It's way it's more of a workout than right, anything else. Right. And I think of the Berkey binder. I can't yes, imagine. I rode that on a bicycle. Weekend. That's this weekend. Is I that think. this weekend? Yeah. I rode that on a bike and thought I was going to die, but oh. to do it with just my body no. on skis. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No and, way. And I did that just struck me as the chamber of pain and you know, just, she's like this, she doesn't, you know, she just looks They're like. so fit. She's so yeah, pretty in this curly blonde hair, mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, and you're just like, wow, she's got, you know, th thighs that are just like, she can, and I the can't. gut to push through that. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, it very was exciting. exciting. Uh, Lori I, Hernandez, who was on the uh, gymnast team in Rio, she's got a body positive clothing line at JCPenney's. I thought this was kind of cool. According to their statement, JCPenney put yep. out, and Donnie posted the clothes, they plan to partner with different influential young women who promote a positive body image each season for different collections. Yep. And of course, um, the other thing they did was that girls like 12 to 18 change their fashion minds a lot and they need like a really lot of cute stuff, but yep. it's also the time when your body is most changing. Yep. Hormones. Hormones. You might be sure you might. Yeah. And yeah. anyway, so it's like all the good sizes, cute stuff. Uh, the cut is good. And, and JCPenney is still in business. Yes. 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 Which is a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's for girl, uh, girls seven through 20. And, you know, having just like... I good... find some cute tops there. So do I. And dresses. Yep. All right. Anyway, so that's posted. Let's talk about Angelina, shall we? Jill? Sure. Oh, are we or, no, talk... no, TV. Let's keep it up on oh, TV. Okay. What? All right. So here's the deal. They are very all happy to be going home. Oh, Amy I, Robach said the first... I couldn't believe that it said it's time to check in. I'm so happy to go home. Oh. It, you know, and I think a lot of these, like the NBC people... They've been here first Super Bowl. for a week and then immediately went over to Pyeongchang. Yeah. They're pooped. And you can see, you know, if you have young kids and stuff like Savannah Guthrie does, Hoda Kapti does. I mean, they're... 
tired. They're ready to go They're home. They're ready to go home because it's such a completely different thing. They do their broadcasts at night, which is the morning here. Right. So it's just, they're 16 hours, 15 hours ahead. Yeah. So this was kind of interesting. They said, um, tensions are running high at NBC as Lester Holt's ratings slip. And um, Lester Holt is now in the second spot with David Muir from ABC passing him and overall audience ratings in the all-important young demo, 25 to 54 years old. And the NBC folks are beginning to sweat because they have so many reasons to sweat. They've got to figure out what to do with Megyn Kelly and her $20 million a year. Oh. They had the Matt Lauer thing. They have the Andy Lack thing. This yeah. happened when you were gone. The NBC news president. The MS- Did they finally fire him? Well, Ronan Farrow had a story, and he was scheduled to be on MSNBC with Rachel Maddow last Friday. But he found out and had him not... A- didn't allow him to go on. He, that Andy Lack is the worst he thing needs at NBC to go. News. What does he? Who does he have photos of? I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> Brian Williams now, who you you know lied uh, when told, he yeah he told did the night exaggerated news. fibs and stories. he's a smash hit on MSNBC apparently. Mm. And they were yeah, thinking of Savannah Guthrie going to the nightly news because she's so people like her, but now she can't because Matt Lauer's gone. So they're in like a kerfuffle. Well, they just need to get rid of Andy Lack. People maybe are not tuning into NBC News, Lester Holt, just for the last couple of weeks because there's too much Olympic coverage I, that's in kinda, the news. And that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's but they're also saying, is. but I just want to tell you about David but David, Muir. David he is, is compelling. A I love He's going to give the commencement speech at Madison this year. Yeah. Um, yeah, my mm-hmm. my twenty year old niece. People it, like him. She has. He's hot. Well, she is like watching him since she was like like she was in seventh grade and she had a history teacher and they had to watch the nightly news for you know like a thing you know that it was the youngest most consume, approachable. Yeah, well to consume it and it didn't matter and she that. really she really liked him and um, he is very. That's what approachable. You, yeah, but I love Lester Holt too. I love them both. He about that he had a little role in the Johnny Versace this last episode. I didn't see the about um, the last day the la, Jeffrey Trail who mm-hmm. was his first victim in Minneapolis. His family must be like, the Navy. The Navy the guy, Navy guy yeah, played yeah. by Finn Whitrock. Oh. Lester Holt interviewed him. That's right for like a Dateline uh, thing. They didn't. It was a Lester Holt lookalike where he had his face blacked out and it was talking about don't ask, don't tell. And right. he was a Navy officer right. who basically had to resign because he stopped this, these guys from killing, killing another Navy, you know. Um, assumed homosexual. Well, he, yeah, yeah. A, Navy, a Navy seaman or whatever. And, um, and he, he just was, basically got driven out of the military. Yep. And he was Andrew Cunanan's first. Uh, victim. Yep. And, oh my gosh, it was just unbelievable. But and and just that. Whole, and Lester Holt was doing the yeah, interview. You're right. And it was during the Clinton era. I remember yes. this. He yep. well, Clinton passed the don't mm-hmm. ask, don't, don't tell, tell and right. that was you know 1997. So we've come a long way in 21 years. Yes, we have. But even what they portrayed on the show. That show is so good about I, capturing the 80s and the insanity and the homophobia yeah. that was so out loud and still so rampant. Mm-hmm. And and then the music and the one thing I noticed on the show last night, um, I watched it this morning and um, at the very end, I've, I don't know why I wanted to watch all the credits for some reason. Mm-hmm. At the very end, they put up a credit card state or just whatever you call a Chiron Mm -hmm. statement. Mm -hmm. It's a, this is a reimagination with dramatic license, investigative facts, 
and first person account coming together in this fictional account. It was a it was a four sentence thing, and I think they added that after Feud and Olivia de Havilland. I would agree, and that that's a new thing yeah, now. Taking disclaimer, yeah. but it's, it's even more. Yeah. I mean, it was so that it. Was yeah. like giving a reimagine me a fictional account a first, fact, person, first yeah. person. It was sort of everything, so that they can't be sued. Covering the disclaimer, yeah. 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 But anyway, Jeffrey Trail's family has. They had to have been really what what he was he a just, really he honorable was a, young man. Yes. Well, and he even said that was the hardest thing he did was stand up because he was outing himself, yep. basically by protecting this. And he was. Um, he was, he was an, an officer, officer but he never was, got promoted. Yep, he was an officer. He went to and he um, said, "I never got promoted." West Point or whatever. Yeah, it was. Yep. the Naval Academy. The Naval yeah. Academy. Yeah. Anyway, really good. That show's really good. All right. Well, we got to go, Jules. It's yep. time to talk about if you're not being useful. Damn it. <laughs> hey, everybody! Happy Friday to Woo! you. So, with the Olympics coming to an end, the yes, week from sir. Sunday is the Oscars. We'll be having the watch along. Uh, party and the we're, couch party we're here. thrilled that we get the 8.30 to 10 p.m. slot. It's the best. It's the best one. Yeah, the best I know. One. And we're thrilled that we'll be able to hear what's going on. Well, we're going to do all the yes. things we're supposed to do. Yes. So, um, we I, we kind of had thought, oh, maybe we wouldn't see any of Angelina Jolie because First They Killed My Father wasn't nominated for Best right. Foreign Language Film. But she's been showing up at everything. BAFTA, she's getting invited to everything. And that's also because she executive produced an animated movie called The Breadwinner, which is nominated for an Academy Award in the Adam animated category. So, oh, I didn't know that. So yes. she does have something in so it. So she will be. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At the Oscars, okay. fingers crossed. And if she's going to the Oscars and we're producing the Oscars, we think, hey, let's have Angelina present too because she is a draw. She's With A+. With Brad Pitt. Well, no, she no. won't be doing that. But <laughs> anyway, may, she and the di- uh, director uh, did a joint interview with Deadline and um, the director of this of the Breadwinner. Okay, it sounds really cute, Can and I think that I I don't know uh, where this might be playing in the Twin Cities, Donnie. Maybe you can look it up. You know, it's already out on uh, disc. Or oh, so, is it? Yeah, so maybe yeah. it's on demand. Yeah. She said. Uh, they asked Angelina why she wanted to produce this story. And she said, I wanted to work with Nora and the book was special to my children. Mm. So I knew the story. So mm-hmm. based on a book, I spent a lot of time in Pakistan, Afghanistan with Afghan people and have a love and respect for them. And I thought how wonderful that there would be something relatable, like animation that can tell something as heavy as this story through the eyes of a child in this unique art form. It's a young girl in Afghanistan. She, she dis- begs, right? Disguises herself as a boy, boy. to help uh, provide for her family. To get oh, the, and, right. and, and, and of course, cartoon. And um, and why 
she was asked, why are you part? Because first they killed my father. Right. A heavy topic. And the breadwinner about specifically, you know, little girls in war zones. And she said, I think the fact that young girls in war are the most vulnerable people on earth. Well, I would agree with that. And that is one of the things that she's lecturing about in at um, Um, in at Oxford mm -hmm. or the London School of Economics. And then uh, they asked her about, well, it just kind of happens to be that this is resonating with the whole Time's Up and Me Too movement. And she said, well, yeah, because if anything, these two movies highlight the vulnerability of girls and women, but this is not a today issue. This has been something that's been going on for a long, long, long time. Mm -hmm. And not enough is being done. Not enough is being spoken about. It's the bigger global problems. that. So she's so passionate. She really is. And also about her, you know... um Half of the girls in Afghanistan don't have an education. And remember that we learned about that in... Charlie three, Wilson's war and the three, three cups of right, tea. And the, guy the, the Taliban and, doesn't want them to be right, educated. right, and just how dangerous your mm-hmm. world is when you don't have that. And then, and then the Deadline reporter asked Angelina how she balanced life, career, and, and so, six kids and social activism yeah. in her family. And she said, "Well, that's life, isn't it? You're the same as a person. You have your creative, you have your work, you have your family life, and everyone's trying to find balance as people." And to be balanced, you have to find the things you purely enjoy. But if you're not participating in the bigger picture of life and in being somehow useful, you aren't really doing something and growing. And I find for me, you're not very happy. I can't, You'll have an empty I life. I can't agree with her more. If you, and, and this is something that, you know, that um, Danny always talks about too in Blue Zones. Danny and, Butner. And talking about happiness and aging and living longer. But he's got the new book on happiness mm-hmm. is that you have to, besides your shiny, bright object, which might be biking for someone or going on vacation, going on vacation yeah. for someone else. Yeah. You have to have something where you're giving to the bu- bigger community, either through volunteerism. I think I, personally, I am so touched and I know you are, too, when we get emails from listeners who tell us about the hard time they're going through and how just a laugh from us has saved them. And to, uh, we're, we're brought saved, to tears. I know, but it saved, like, for me, I feel like even being able just to do this radio show, because there's a lot of people who are getting in on the podcast game. Right. You know, uh, that it is, it's like been, it's therapy it and is. fun for us. And to me, that's, I, totally, to me, I Lori. feel like I like the three of us give back and it feels sad. Our, our work feels very satisfying and it doesn't even mm-hmm. feel like work. Absolutely. So how lucky is that? Exactly. You know, and also it's been able to be therapeutic to, I think for each of us, I mean, Donnie, you're the least forthcoming right. um, about things, but if you are kind of going through a, a yeah, difficult well, time you know, and you I mean, talk I, about I it talked Pe- about my mom yeah people you know, reach that. out to us and they help do, us yeah. too you know yeah. i've had it with my nephews and yeah. we've all Virginia's had it dad. so it's gone both ways it totally has and so, it's and it's i just love angelina and you know she's 42 now and she does have she's six really kids. she's lovely laurie yeah. she's just lovely and eloquent and you're I, not going to be the same person at 22 as 42 and if you <laughs> are i don't know how you could but if you are then you have issues. I'm worried that you're having an empty life. Well, and, and so... <laughs> and I never worry about anybody. You never worry about but anybody. But Angelina, that is very, very, uh, 
very wise mm-hmm. words from her. So she's um, she's walked the walk. Yeah, I yeah, mean, she, she really is. has, she and I think her... she'd be a hard person to you... be in a relationship because she is so dedicated and. Pa- oh, I don't know that she would be a hard person. Why do you say she'd be a hard person well, to be in a relationship? Well, okay, maybe let me rephrase yeah. that. I don't like I, where you're going with this. I don't like this aspersion that you're casting. I'm not going anywhere with it, but I'm going to say I would say Brad Pitt's a lot more shallower than her. And I bet that was a, a big point of contention for him. No, he was shallow with Jennifer Aniston and he yep. said, talked about it. And then he had to issue a statement about he didn't mean that she yep. was shallow. It was me. She left him because of his partying. A hundred percent. Do you Julia. think they'll ever get back together? I mean, I don't know. For for me, in my experience, particular when one person makes up their mind that they're done, they're done, they're done. But there have been people who've been married yep. twice. Yep. I give you a friend yeah. of Casey's and Elizabeth Burton, two that come to mind. Right. I know, after. but the ones that have been married twice, I find get divorced again. Yes, they do. Yeah. But so, for for those two, if I were just to dissect it all down at the end of the day, is that he partied I and agree. she talked to him many times about being more present. present. And as the kids get older, then you do become more cognizant of someone who's going out to the back guest house. Partying part, every you night. Know, or just having a puff, puff, toke, yep. toke, and then coming back and doing something with the kids. Maybe that really bothers you. As I can see it, where, how it works. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. that's but, all, you know. People get divorced I, for much more and much less. Yep. I just agree. If yeah. you aren't being useful, then you'll have a quite an empty life. Anyway, look at this. Oh, wow. Wow. All right. Well, Very when we deep. come back, we're going to play Shazam, and that's not deep at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back.